Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, you're addicted to Dynasty. I am too. My name is Justin Christopher. I am a Dynasty Freak, which means I love drafting and trading and scouting and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. On episode number 146, we're actually going to conclude my positional philosophy uh, series that we've been doing. I hope you've been enjoying these during the month of July, kind of these uh, dead weeks before training camps get started next week. I thought that I would just kind of give a couple podcasts related to my dynasty philosophy for each position. So last week we talked about tight end, the week before that was running back, the week before that was quarterback. This week I'll share my positional philosophy really when it comes to the wide receiver position. And so got about 10 things here just to list off when I think about what my philosophy is for the wide receiver position. Hopes it helps you think through a little bit of your strategy too as you make plans to dominate your leagues in this next season and beyond. We're talking dynasty, obviously, right? Many years to come. Here's some of my overall thoughts when it comes to wide receiver position. Uh, One is I draft early, uh, wide receivers early in startup drafts. I think wide receivers, of course, they have the much longer fantasy careers than running backs do. And so I really believe in drafting wide receivers in the early rounds of standard drafts. Uh, When I first started playing dynasty, I would almost always draft a wide receiver in the first round of startups. I was drafted, I remember back in the day, drafted Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, all in the first round of startup drafts. Well, I do believe in starting wide, you know, in, in drafting wide receivers early. I have adapted my strategy just a little bit. If you went back and listened to my uh, running backs podcast, I said that I've actually kind of moved a little bit more toward trying to draft an anchor running back and then draft heavy on wide receivers after that. So for instance, in my most recent startup drafts, I've drafted Christian McCaffrey, and Alvin Kamara in my most recent startup drafts before then hammering the wide receiver position after that. When it comes to super flex leagues, I really aim to draft a, a top tier quarterback and an anchor running back before then loading up on wide receivers. And so I still believe in drafting them early. In super flex, I like to get maybe a quarterback and a top tier running back. Um, standard leagues, not you know one quarterback leagues. I've kind of moved to an anchor strategy. But even though I draft an anchor running back, I go really heavy on wide receivers after that. I think it's just the longevity of the position that makes me prefer to have stronger wide receivers overall on my roster than than I do have starting running backs on my roster, Um, especially if I have at least one stud running back. That's what I'm in for, one stud and then a lot of stud receivers if I can. That's kind of how I build my rosters in almost every league, uh, especially though in PPR leagues. Second thing I'll say is that I don't... um, draft, or I do draft early in uh, rookie drafts, wide receivers early, Uh, while, you know, rookie running backs usually break out earlier than wide receivers. I'm really not afraid to draft a wide receiver over a running back in rookie drafts, even early in the draft. I regularly have wide receivers ranked ahead of running backs in my non-super flex rookie rankings. So this year, for instance, Jamar Chase is my number one ranked rookie ahead of Najee Harris this year. I actually have Devontae Smith ranked ahead of Javante Williams, but that's not how it's going in drafts though I'd be willing to do that in rookie drafts. Um, there was the one exception if you went back and listened to the podcast on uh, the running backs. I did draft Najee Harris ahead of Chase in one league this year, but that's only because of the salary cap league and a contract league where we are loaded. My buddy and I are loaded our wide receiver position. 
and we only have Kamara and Eckler, and, and their contracts are expiring last season. So don't listen to that podcast and think I'm breaking my word. It was a unique situation that would have us do this. I'm really willing to draft wide receivers ahead of the stud running backs as rookies. Last year, for instance, I drafted CeeDee Lamb ahead of Cam Akers and DeAndre Swift, where that didn't happen in most of my leagues. In most years, there's really kind of a consensus top two to four running backs in the rookie class. If I'm highly confident in the NFL potential of a wide receiver, I'll gladly take one over a running back for the same reason that I like to draft them pretty, pretty heavy early. It's just that they have longer careers. Third thing that I do uh, with, with wide receivers and my, part of my philosophy is I can really give a lot of patience with rookies. Um, though many wide receivers have had incredible, incredible rookie seasons in their first year in recent years, it still tends to be the exception rather than the rule. For every Justin Jefferson or C.D. Lamb, there are far more Jalen Ragers and Jerry Judys, I believe. And I think it's wise to be patient with wide receivers and give them at least three years uh, before considering cutting them or trading them. Uh, I recently cut J.J. Arthago-Whiteside after just two years in the NFL, but primarily that was because of the fact that the Eagles drafted back-to-back wide receivers in the first round. Um, and I just think J.J.'s you know, cir- circumstances just caused me to think that he's willing to drop after the second year. But but in most cases, I try to give wide receivers at least three years on my roster. Um, I'm still holding shares of Kelvin Harmon. You'll see as I talk about my lineups later. Um, I've got him on several teams, even though he's entering this third season, the injuries of his first two years. I'm still believing in him. I have shares of Kiki Kuti, uh, hoping this will be finally his starting role and this get, earn the starting role this next year. I'm hanging on to Preston Williams, too, in a couple leagues, even though uh, the addition of Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle that was not very promising. I'm still holding on to him. Um, I'm not tempted to move on from Jalen Rager or Brian Edwards or Quintus Cephas that I have on my rosters, even though they had poor rookie seasons. And I will likely hold them on my rosters even in the next season, even if they don't do well in their second season this year. So patience with rookies is something I try to uh, tell myself. Fourth thing I'll say is I like to call this ceilings mixed with floors. I like to really mix up my roster with ceiling players and floor players. I like to keep my roster filled with wide receivers with high ceilings and high floors uh, week to week. I love having a few high ceiling guys that can go off for 150 to 200 yards, two touchdowns in a week. You know, such performances like that can win the week for my team. At the same time, I really love having high floor guys on my team that I know will rarely get less than five to seven catches, maybe 50 to 75 yards, and of course can do better than that at times too. Uh, Such performances like that really keep my teams from losing a certain week. So Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, those are players that I roster, and they can win me some weeks just by themselves. But there's also players like Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd, Robbie Anderson that really keep me from losing weeks because they're consistent all the time. And so I really like sprinkling my lineup uh, with upside and the steadiness players, you know, I find that helps me win a lot of my games. Next thing I'll mention is I'll call route runners versus red zoners. Making up some words here, aren't I? Um, in a similar vein uh, to like I just mentioned, I really like sprinkling my lineups with route runners and what I call red zoners. I'm not bothered by the fact that Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landy, Brandon Cooks uh, never score double-digit touchdowns because they're always open and they're always getting targeted. Uh, wide receivers who pile up catches and yards are far more important to me than those who score touchdowns or are great red zone targets. Um, I'm pleased to have a few red zone targets, guys like DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, who've had double-digit touchdown seasons in their careers, and they are great red zone threats. 
but I really prefer to fill my roster with, with guys who just get open a lot. Uh, that's not to say that those guys that are red zoners don't get open a lot or they're not great route runners too because they certainly are. I'm just saying that I'm very content to get guys that don't score a lot of touchdowns but just get open a lot and catch a lot of passes. Love watching them too. That's one of my favorite things to watch in the NFL. So I'm a little biased too that I just enjoy watching it. Next thing I'll mention is I try to target top targets. I target top targets. (laughs) Easy for me to say. Uh, I really do my best to have three to four wide receivers on my rosters that are the top target on their prospective teams. Uh, Just there's the to start a lineup each week with four wide receivers who I'm positive are going to get the most targets on their team that week is such a great relief when you're setting your lineups. Um, I have several number two options on my starting lineups in my squads too. I'm not afraid to start number two guys that you kind of have to in, in deep leagues. So I have guys like CeeDee Lamb that are competing with Amari Rogers, Robbie Anderson that's competing with uh, DJ Moore. I've got Cole Beasley who's definitely a number two uh, behind Stefan Diggs. I like starting guys like that too, but I do my best to try to start a lineup with top targets. Guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, and what once was Julio Jones and Adam Thielen. Um, I just have a lot of confidence in these guys because I think that they're going to be, you know, assured to get targets. And so if I'm starting three of them, I know that those three guys are going to get a combined 30 targets at least uh, during that week, which I really love the confidence that that gives me if I can have top targeted targets on my team. Um, Now we've got another thing here. Uh, I believe in having greater depth at the PPR and multi-flex leagues at the wide receiver position. So I really prefer to start wide receivers over running backs in PPR leagues and multi-flex leagues, especially in half or in full, certainly in the full PPR leagues. Um, as a result, I roster far more wide receivers in those type of leagues than I do in running back uh, than I do running backs. I have one league, for instance, where we have three flex spots, and we start wide receivers in almost all those spots every every single week. In one of my leagues, uh, it's an all flex team. You can start any number of any position. In one of my leagues, you only have to start one running back minimum. And so leagues like that, it's really common for me to start one running back and the rest of the roster be wide receivers or tight ends, especially tight ends in the tight end premium leagues that I'm in. Again, wide receivers have longer careers. So I like to fill my roster with wide receivers in leagues like this. Um, More in in more standard rostered leagues, I usually roster about the same amount of running backs and wide receivers, probably 33% of my rosters at running back, 33% at wide receiver. Whereas in PPR and these multi-flex league, wide receivers comprise more like 40% of my roster. I'm much more um, willing and feel the need to add more receiver depth to my teams. A couple more here. Uh, I think this is number uh, eight or seven I'm talking about here. I think this is eight, yeah. I'll call it ride them till they die. I rarely trade an aging wide receiver uh, to get a younger wide receiver or to acquire draft picks. I just tend to ride them until they die. I really do. I think when running backs fall off the cliff, the date is much more steady, in my opinion, uh, than it is at wide receivers. We just don't know exactly when they fall off a cliff. There are receivers that can have top 12 to 24 seasons well into their lower or mid-30s. And for right or wrong, um, I just believe uh, I've been one who's been willing, uh, not been willing to trade like DeAndre Hopkins or Adam Thielen or Julio Jones or Keenan Allen, even though they're approaching or some are over the age of 30 now. I just never seem to find the right price for selling them. And then most of the time I see a player like this sold, I feel like they're getting sold at a discount by rebuilding teams, and they rarely get back what they lost in production in their rookie drafts because rookie picks are somewhat of a crapshoot. We all know that. They're somewhat of a crapshoot. And then the team that acquires the older receivers usually makes them makes them have like great playoff runs. 
And, you know, so then you're getting a worse pick after afterward. And then what, what even is even worse is you've traded them away in that old receiver. While they might not be their peak peak, they still have really good years ahead of them and become a starter for the team that you traded them for. Um, I know I might be the exception when it comes to this conviction, but I really wide receivers ride wide receivers until they die on my teams, which is why you'll see in a minute when I list my teams, you'll see that I have a lot of old wide receivers on my teams. Next thing I'll mention, second to last thing here, is what I call the quarterback bump. Uh, two weeks ago, if you listen to the podcast, I mentioned how I don't pay much attention to the team or the scheme at the running back position because it's my belief that running backs can thrive no matter what the condition of their team or their schemes. But that's just not true at wide receiver. Uh, receivers, naturally, are forever tied to their quarterback. Uh, while there are the occasional Allen Robinsons of the world who can produce over several years without an excellent quarterback or excellent quarterback play, uh, more often than not, good quarterbacks elevate the play of wide receivers. And that's why a team's quarterback really is a huge factor in the players that I draft, acquire in trades, or pick up off the waiver wire. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers does not play for Green Bay this year, uh, my uh, Devontae Adams team is going to suffer immensely. Uh, my confidence last year in drafting C.D. Lamb was significantly raised by the fact that he'd be paired with Dak Prescott for years to come. Um, I dropped Keenan Allen uh, one of my all-time favorite wide receivers, way down in my rankings, considerably down my rankings last year after Philip Rivers left for Indianapolis. But once Justin Herbert uh, proved himself, uh, Keenan Allen moved way back up. Now he's in my top 10. He's my 10th ranked wide receiver again. I think wide receivers, more than any other position, uh, have dynasty value, and their rankings really change based on the men that are throwing them the passes. Uh, my rankings change considerably from year to year as quarterbacks shuffle from team to team, especially over this last offseason. Second, or last thing that I'll mention, sorry, is uh, I don't diversify my portfolio very much. Um, as you'll see here in a moment when I uh, tell you the wide receivers that I have rostered, I don't believe in diversifying my portfolio very much. Um, I have a lot of the same players on many of my teams. They're the wide receivers that I like. They're the ones that I trust. And so I found ways to add them to my teams over the years, even if I already have them on other teams. For instance, I have Brandon Cooks and Jarvis Landry and Robbie Anderson on four of my teams, which means 50% of my teams, I've got those four guys. I've got Keenan Allen, Devontae Parker, and Sterling Shepard, uh, for better or worse on that one. We'll see. Speaking of being patient on young guys, I've got them on three of my eight teams. Uh, ten other receivers I have on two of my teams. I noticed this year that I drafted Daomi Brown and Josh Palmer in three or four of my leagues this year. My teams do look a lot alike at the wide receiver position, but I am perfectly content with that. Let me just give you an idea of some of the players that I roster so you can see the guys that I'm actually high on because I've got them on my teams. Uh, first is uh, my Dynasty Diagnostic Champions League. I have It's a 12-team PPR league, and that's i got T. Higgins, Brandon Cooks, Robbie Anderson, Jarvis Landry, Javante Parker, Cole Beasley, Sterling Shepard, Tyron Johnson, and Kelvin Harmon. In my all-flex league, it's a 14-team league with half PPR. I have Kenny Galladay, Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen, Robbie Anderson, Devontae Parker, T.Y. Hilton, Randall Cobb, Kiki Kuti, Preston Williams. My FFPC team, which is a 12-team PPR, I have Julio Jones, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Bateman, Robbie Anderson, Jarvis Landry, Jameson Crowder, Cole Beasley, Sterling Shepard. In my Reality Sports Online team, uh, we have Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Brandy, Brandon Ayuk, Rob, Robbie Anderson, Diami Brown, Josh Palmer, Quintus Cephas, Brashad Perriman, and Devin Duvernay. In my Die Hards League, it's a 12-team half PPR. Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, 
Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Sterling Shepard, Josh Reynolds, Kiki Kuti, Deshaun Jackson, and Kelvin Harmon. Uh, three more here, my Freaks team. It's 10-team, half PPR. A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel, Josh Reynolds, Marcus Callaway, and Kelvin Harmon. And my Good Times League, 10-team, half PPR. Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, LaVisca Chenault, Debo Samuel, Monroe St. Brown, Deami Brown, Josh Palmer, Sterling Shepard, Sammy Watkins, Quintus Cephas, Kiki Kuti, and Frank Darby. And then finally in my Keeper League, it's called a 10, it's a 10-team half PPR. Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry, Jalen Rager, Brian Edwards, Deami Brown, Josh Reynolds, Kiki Kuti, Tyrell Williams, and Kelvin Harmon. So you can see that I offer a roster a lot of the same guys on multiple teams because I believe in the players that I uh, believe in. Hope this has helped you a bit. Um, think about your strategy for the wide receiver position. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, give me an email anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. That's dynastyfreaks with two E's at gmail.com. Love to interact with you about your rosters, um, your team, your philosophy, where you agree or disagree. Be happy to have an email from you, dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Had a good uh, email exchange with one of our listeners this last week and actually got to meet him because he lives in Austin. So shout out to Monty. Enjoyed meeting you. Thanks for making time to get together. If you do live in Austin, we'd love to grab a drink, get together sometime with you too. That would be a blast. As I say every week, I'd be honored if you take time to rate and review the podcast and Apple Podcasts. That would mean a lot to me. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your support. I do want to become your most trusted, independent voice in the Dynasty landscape. Hey, things are getting started next week. It's going to be pretty awesome to get some reports, start to see some preseason games. It's all happening. going to be a blast. Until next time, you know what to do. Go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.